Welcome to the 343 Ministries podcast, where we want to help you be the church right where you are. Whether at work or at home or with your friends or your families, we want to give you practical strategies that can help you build your communities in Christ wherever you are in life right now. So let's get started. Hey, welcome back to the 343 Ministries podcast. I'm Todd Baker. I'm your host, and I am thrilled that you are back with us today and excited to get into our message for today. Now, here's the second part of learn to produce the best things. If uh, you remember, the question that we always want to ask here is, what kind of community are you helping to build? And we really base that on Matthew 15, verse 18, which says this. It says, But the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart. And what I mean by that is, what what is coming out of your heart into your community? How how are how has God positioned you to bring His goodness into your community in a unique way, in a specific way that's different from the way anybody else influences or impacts their community or even your community? And 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 when we start to understand that, we start to see that God is calling us and positioning us in all of our relationships, all of our work all of the things that we do to bring goodness back into our communities. Now, the question here is, are you spiritually productive? And I think Jesus answers it really well. If you look, look at Matthew chapter 13, and I'm going to, I'm going to reflect on these, these few verses and then just leave you with an actionable step today. Okay. So, in Matthew 13, verses 18 to 22, so leading up to what he says about the good soil, this the seed, you know, the, the, the soil that received that seed, um, he says, you know, everyone grows at a different rate. And, and, and that's why he said, you know, some people are going to produce 100, some people are going to produce 30, some people are going to produce 60. It's not... Um, it's not a definite how much you will produce, but you will produce something. And somehow, when you are uh, spiritually productive, when you're productive to a degree, not in comparison to other people, that, hear me on that. This is not about comparing yourself. Well, I never get to 100. I'm always at 60 or I'm always at 30. No. The point of Jesus saying that is to say, I just want you to be productive a little. And then you'll learn how to be more productive in some areas of your spiritual life, but it's that it's that productivity that I just want you to get to. And I want to help you to get to because when you're productive, that's when you're growing. When you're not growing, you're probably not productive. And if you're not productive, then here's what he says. Look at how he describes the other soils because the other three soils that he describes are not productive. And, and that's, that's our red flag as to whether we are growing, whether we are productive, or, or if we're not. And he says, if you're not productive, then you, you don't understand or remember the good things about God's kingdom. He says this in in, uh, verse 19. 
When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, it's snatched away from them and from their heart. This is the seed that was sown along the path. So if you're not productive, then you don't understand or remember the good things about God's kingdom. The second thing is you, you succumb to external pressures that keep you from experiencing the good things of God. That in, uh, in, in verse 20, he says, this is, this is this, the rocky soil. When, when the seed fell on the rocky soil, it's the person who hears the word at once, receives the word of God with joy, but there's no root and there's no lasting ability to actually continue experiencing productivity and growth. So no crop happens. And it's because of the external pressures that keep you from experiencing the good things in God's kingdom. And, and the third thing is, as he says, there's this other soil that's full of thorns that choke the life out of the plants. And he says, if you're not productive, then you become overwhelmed by competing concerns or worries in this world. And you won't receive the good things of God now because you're distracted. And all those things won't be realized. And so, three things. You won't understand what good things are. Or you won't remember that there are good things that God has for you. You'll succumb to all these pressures in your life, like we all have. And you won't know how to, what to do, how, how to make decisions. And you'll become overwhelmed. You'll become overwhelmed by by all the things you're trying to, to accomplish, all the plates you're trying to spend, all of the people you're trying to help, um, all of the money you're trying to make, all of those things keep us from looking to the future and saying, there is hope, there is life, there is goodness. But on the other hand, if you're productive, if you, if you, if you allow yourself to be cultivated in the good soil, then number one, you'll understand and remember that God has good things for you, even if you don't have them now. So you'll keep looking for them. You'll keep pursuing good things because you know there's a possibility that they're just around the corner. And that's why God always wants us to keep our eyes on Him so that, so that we won't be distracted and forget. Number two, you, you won't succumb to life's external pressures. So you will experience His goodness now. And even when life is unbearable, even when life seems crushing, you can still experience His goodness in those moments. And number three, you won't be overwhelmed by what will happen next or this fear of the future that... that that there is that sense. You, you won't experience that when you're in the good soil, when you're being cultivated by God. You won't cling to the treasures and the things that you can't take with you beyond this world. But you'll instead invest your heart and mind into a life of giving, a, a life of kindness, a life of mercy, and you'll live in freedom. And, and those things won't be taken away from you because you're distracted. 
And lastly, you'll experience all these things. And, and sometimes you'll experience them like a hundred times more than you ever imagined. Sometimes you'll experience them 60 times more than you ever imagined. And sometimes you'll experience them 30 times more than you ever imagined. And, and the point of that is that you'll always experience this goodness in ways that you, you couldn't imagine because that's the surprise that God has for you. That, that's the way that he wants you to experience his goodness. Because if we always know what to expect from a gesture or, or an act of kindness, it diminishes the result. It diminishes that experience. But instead, there's this sense of you don't know how much you will receive when you give, when you give of yourself to someone else. And when you bring joy and kindness to the people who mean the most to you. So my encouragement today is this. Put your heart into a place to be cultivated by God's goodness again. And when you do, you'll be productive. He'll begin this process of slowing you down from the fast-paced world. And, and it's not like you have to get out of that world, but he'll help you to be in it with a different perspective so that his type of productivity is possible in any situation. Because it is. And the actionable step that I, that I want to encourage you to do today, or this week or tonight, is to start a word study on what this goodness of God is. All right, And you'll find goodness all throughout the Bible, but where you can start is in Genesis chapter 1. If you don't know where else to start, in Genesis 1, there's this theme of goodness, that God has created things and he says, this is good. And what I want you to do is reflect on the fact that God has made you with his goodness in mind. And he sees you not as expendable. No. He sees you as good. That in his love, he made you like him to experience, not only to experience his goodness, but to realize that he made you and he thinks that you're good. And that based on that goodness, he's got a plan and a purpose for your life to bring goodness into your community. So what kind of community are you building this week? How is God using you to make a difference in somebody else's life? Thanks so much for listening to our podcast today, and I hope you have a great rest of the week. Thanks for listening to the 343 Ministries podcast. Make sure to connect with us by signing up for one of our workshops. You can find our 343 workshops at 343ministries.com slash workshops. As always, you can donate to our ministry at 343ministries.com slash give. 343 is a 501c3 registered nonprofit organization. 
Also, subscribe to our monthly devotional email for actionable strategies on how to keep building up the community where you live in Christ. And for more ideas and tips, check out our Instagram at Todd and Meredith Baker. 